Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Happy Thoughts. This is my place on the internet, my corner of the interwebs, my space, rest in peace, my space, <laughs> my space, my place for happy vibes, manifesting positivity. And today, we are going to be focusing on you once again. That's right. You at home, you on the couch listening to this on your radio, go ahead and turn it up. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about travel stories today. And I asked you guys on my Instagram story for your favorite travel stories, and I'm going to throw in a couple of mine, of course. And I think this episode comes at a really funny time because as I'm recording this, um, I just got back from LA <laughs> and you can listen to last week's episode and it was about that. And by the time this episode comes out and you're listening to it, I will be in Ohio. Yes, 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 yes. So I will be making my own new travel stories while you're listening. But, um, yeah, so travel. Travel in general, I love to travel. However, I am also a homebody, okay? I like to sleep in my own bed. I like to shower in my own shower. I like to have more than just a little bag worth of skincare, teeth care, etc., etc. I like to have more than seven items of clothing. I, when I'm living out of a suitcase or out of a backpack, I get stressed that I inevitably forgot something that I need. So I love to travel, but I also feel I am a homebody, which is kind of a fun little, um, duplicity. But, um, yeah, I love to travel. I've been a lot of places. I feel really lucky that I have gotten to travel so much in my life. I'm an only child, so I feel like, you know, if you're an only child, you get to travel a lot more with your parents because it's not as much of an extra expense as it could be, you know, if they're going somewhere, well, yeah, they're just going to bring me as opposed to if I had a sibling or three or four siblings, you know, we couldn't just be like, oh yeah, we're going to go on a trip really quick and it's going to be fine. Like that would be thousands of dollars more than it would be just the three of us. So I'm really lucky that I've gotten to go so many places and have so many different experiences. Okay, so travel. Travel, travel stories, traveling, changing locations, switching altitudes, new air densities. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're going to read some travel stories submitted by all of you, the fans at home, and starting off with this very exciting one about a train okay it's about a train and I've never been on a train except like once when I was little I would really like to go on a little train excursion sometime that sounds like fun but yeah so this story is about a train but I do feel you will still relate to it and I'll talk about that at the end but let's just get into it story time everyone gather around when I was in Europe trying to get home I was training and then they put a train emoji. 
I was training from Florence, Italy to Switzerland with a short layover in Milan, which I love that you called it a layover, a train layover. My train leaving Florence was supposed to leave at 10, but early that morning there was a 4.3 magnitude earthquake in Florence and it disrupted the train system to the point that all the trains were three hours late. Okay, incredible. I knew if I waited for the train I had a ticket with, I would miss my connection in Milan. So I just snuck on a different train and hoped they wouldn't ticket check me. Slay. Okay, slay, slay. The ticket checker came through and he literally checked all the seats, all of my seatmates tickets except for mine. And then that train ended up arriving in Milan the exact same minute my next train was supposed to leave. So I literally stood up at the train doors and as soon as they opened, I sprinted to the train board, saw that my train was on the end of the station, the other end of the station, of course, and started sprinting in that direction. I made it to the platform and I watched the last group of conductors get on the train and when I got the When I got to the door, they all turned around and looked at me and knew I was trying to make that train. They asked me something in Italian to which I just replied, C, C, C. And they all reached out of the train, grabbed my backpack by the straps and pulled me onto the train and closed the doors. The train started moving immediately. And that's how I got home from Europe. Okay, wow. Okay, wow. So, first of all... (laughs) This visual I have of a group of Italian conductors who do not speak English grabbing you by the straps of your backpack as the train begins to move is something I cherish in my mind. (laughs) I love that so much. I cannot explain. And there's something just like so typical. There's something so typical about you saying you had this connection and... Of course, the train that you needed to connect to is on literally the other side of the station. And yeah, hypothetically, in a in the world they had originally planned for, you would have had a, you would have had plenty of time to get there. However, I just find it so ironic that it was at the other side of the station. And this reminds me of like literally every time I've ever had a connection at the airport. It's inevitable that it is literally on the other side of the airport. But the problem with air travel is like there is no margin of error none they be having you connect to flights with 10 minutes to spare and that's the way they intended and i'm like girl and then you get off and they're like okay so the the gate is 15 minutes away and it's like well how did you think like what is this about like what 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 is it with like i'm sure it is an impossible job to try and figure out where all the planes are going to go, where all the trains are going to go. Whoever that job belongs to, I don't envy you. I pity you. I do. But like, is it so hard to put them like, to put them next to each other? But I'm sure that's like the thing. It's like, not everyone can be next to each other. But why are we always on opposite sides? You and me, my friend, we're always on opposite sides of where we need to be. Like, what is that about? So many times I have sprinted for my life in the airport and multiple times I have not made it. And the person at the gate is like, no, we closed the doors five seconds ago. It's impossible. You cannot go. And the plane's sitting right there. You cannot go. You may not cross this line. We will arrest. I'm like, girl, 
it's the plane is right there the plane is right there but anyway i'm glad you made it um i'm glad that you did not get ticket checked because you you bought a ticket you bought a ticket and and hello you proved it to yourself if you would have taken the train originally intended for you you would not have made it so i'm glad you acted quickly and i'm glad that god wrapped his arms around you and said no no do not look at her she is fine so thank you for sharing your story um that is everything that is everything next one we are going to talk about new year's hey 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 new year's new year's new year's new year's new year's is so fun um a really fun tradition that i have in for new year's is almost every year since i was 10 years old we've had a group of friends in ohio that we all have a new year's party together and obviously we live in texas now so we usually go back for christmas and new year's and and still have that party really great i love new year's i think new year's is a totally underrated holiday which i mean it's a huge holiday but i think like more people should be going all out new year's is so exciting so exciting it's all about new ideas new growth new year fresh start new goals everything it's just like there's nothing bad about it there is literally nothing bad about new year's <laughs> it's literally it's not like christmas where it's like you know you, it, you could miss a loved one or maybe your family's like struggling and so christmas is like hard and you know there's like a million reasons christmas can be bad there's a million reasons hi your birthday birthdays are terrible there's so many holidays that can be so <laughs> tainted by a lot of things in life and new year's is just perfect <laughs> new year's is just like i don't know there's nothing bad maybe if you don't have someone to kiss on new year's then it's like sad for a second but like but like i'll take it new year's is so great but anyway one of my dear friends who they sent me a lot of travel stories but they sent me a lot of travel stories but there was one specifically that i wanted to read about my friend's experience on new year's so let's just get into it let me take a sip of my water and then i'll start reading No, just kidding. I'm definitely not. Okay. I went to Paris for New Year's and it was during all of the Yellow Jacket riots. I went to the... <laughs> I went to the Champs Elysees. I don't know. Paris, sweetie. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce that. I went to the Blankety Blank to watch the fireworks show with a liter bottle of coke and jack daniels and then in parentheses it says public drinking is legal there okay slay and on my way back to the hotel i was walking down the street and 30 to 50 french police officers with assault rifles stepped out right in front of me in the street and formed a barricade they were trying to control the foot traffic but i just stood face to face with a french man with an ar-15 for like 10 minutes and then they just moved to the side and let us through after that happened i got lost in the streets of paris and stumbled into this bar called happy's at one to two in the morning to see if they had a bathroom i anyway <laughs> anyway 
Um, I went to the bathroom and the entire toilet was made of glitter. I decided to stay and have a drink and heard music coming from downstairs. So I went down there and it was like 20 French 20-somethings dancing to Macklemore. Turns out it was a birthday party. I turned around to leave, but they yelled something in French and then a girl grabbed me and pulled me onto the dance floor. I ended up staying there for like an hour in the bar basement dancing with these people who didn't speak a word of English. When it was time to go, I was so intoxicated, I went over to their snack cake table and grabbed two full bags of chips and ran out of the bar back to my hotel. First of all, I would like to point out that I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally put two stories about <laughs> foreigners who don't speak English grabbing my friends. <laughs> like, why? Why? <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, I mean, this story is <laughs> incredible. I, first of all, I'm just glad that you <laughs> left that New Year's safely. Um, also, hold on a second. Did they even say anything about it being New Year's? Yes, went to Paris for New Year's. Girl, I am so dumb. My memory gives out like that. I like read that whole thing and I was like, wait, did, did I invent the fact that it had something to do with New Year's? No, but see, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, And it also proves that America is the worst because if someone invaded a birthday party in a bar basement, in America, I definitely don't think they would have <laughs> reacted like that, especially if you stole <laughs> two bags of chips after. <laughs> oh my god. And then also I want to share they they literally sent me sent me so many, but I wanted to just add a quick note that one time they stared and uh they stayed at an Airbnb and she didn't have her own washer and dryer, so she asked if they she could use theirs and she came back like later to get her laundry and the couple who owned the house had put it all in a basket and folded it and left it in front of her door. And I asked her, I was like, did you give him five stars? Um, but anyway, oh my God, I make notes and then things don't even go according to how I planned. Cause I was, I was supposed to read a different story before this one because it had to do with airplanes but I looked at my notes and noticed that I just totally skipped it. So yeah, anyway, who cares? <laughs> it's really not a big deal. But um, now I'm going to read another story about planes <laughs> after I talked about planes earlier. But um, this one, this one is good. Okay, wait, I'm trying to figure out a way to relate it to the last one so that it seems intentional. Okay, okay. This story is about foreign countries still. Yes. Okay. Everything is a foreign country. Okay. It's about foreign countries still. And it's about situations that could have gone way worse than they did. <laughs> that's, that's how they're connected. This was always, this was always the plan. Yeah. Okay. So this comes from my really good friend who I just met recently, who anytime that I post anything about the podcast, they're always one of the first people to reply and they have no idea how happy that makes me. So thank you for being an avid listener. Let's get into your story. I went to Romania for two weeks one summer. And on the way there, we obviously had several flights because it was a 15-hour plane ride. And all my flights from America to the UK were great. But then once we got into the random small European airports, things got crazy. 
So on one plane ride, the two men in front of me were just straight up smoking pot. And if there wasn't enough, and if that wasn't enough, when I looked out the window, I noticed that the plane did not have a wing, but a propeller. And some of the fans on the propeller were missing. Okay, first of all, you're much braver than I, because if I, I don't know if the plane had already taken off at this point, but I would have jumped right off. So you are a brave Brave girl, and I commend you. Anyway, moving on. Some of the little fans were missing. Period. And we took off, and the whole time we were just wobbling in the sky, and I realized why those men were smoking. To stay calm. And of course, no one spoke English. Again, that's the connection. No one spoke English, so when the pilot would come on the intercom, we had no clue what they were saying, so we just had to look at how other people were reacting. Felt very scared, but we landed safely. May have gotten secondhand smoke. I don't know. This was also the same flight that they accidentally overbooked and just started shoving people in nooks and crannies of this plane. I said, oh, we are going to fall from the sky. Yeah, that, um, no, 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 no. There's like a hundred Girl, you made a red, you made a dress out of those red flags. You made a dress out of those red flags. That is not okay. That is not okay. At, at every layer, smoking on a plane, first of all, was literally fine. There's no issue with that. Like, people used to smoke cigarettes on planes in the 80s because... I've seen it in the movies, so I know that they had to. My guess is that after 9-11, they said that wasn't allowed anymore. And that also would kind of, I guess, make sense as to why that would be like an American thing, but not on a European flight, maybe. I don't know. I'm interested to know. I, I want to know more. I want to know the lore. I want to know the lore surrounding that. Anyway, immediately the plane not having a wing and having a propeller I'm gonna you know things are gonna start happening in my brain and then seeing that said propeller is missing like the little pieces uh, please like like what are we doing like actually what are we doing and then having a plane filled to the brim with people because it was overbooked like is there not a weight limit like like what do we no 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 there's just absolutely no way I would have allowed that to continue and so for that I say again I'm glad you are still with us and let's see if the next story is about foreigners who don't speak English and potential disaster ah it's not because it's one of my stories that I wanted to share it is about being in a foreign country so I guess everyone's travel stories nothing interesting happens until you leave the United States what does that say about us as a society anyway so for my senior trip me and my class all went to Puerto Rico Puerto Rico and ethnic people I'm so sorry um anyway so we went to Puerto Rico and first of all it was amazing it was so much fun one of my favorite trips ever I mean obviously like Puerto Rico is a lot of fun there's cool stuff to do but like going with my group of best friends hi it was amazing um 
but we were staying in like an Airbnb house and we were staying divided boys and girls because if we mixed, who knows what would have happened? No, but anyway, um, so there were only three guys and then like nine girls and then like some parents and stuff like that. So there was obviously just one room for us guys. Now we usually stayed up very late and there was in the guy's room, there was a bed, like a real bed. And actually I can't remember if this is, I think this is correct. There was a one bed. I can't remember. Okay. Either way. There was a bed and then there was like just a mattress, like an air mattress. So the bed, two of us would split and then the other person would get the air mattress. And we were on a rotation the whole trip, like swapping who was going to have the air mattress and who was going to be on the bed. So it's like the third or fourth night of our trip. It's like towards the end of our trip and everyone's staying up late. We're in the Looney Tunes hours. It's getting crazy. You know, we're all hanging out in the living room being loud and obnoxious. A bunch of people have already gone to bed, you know, very silly hours. And so the one boy that I was staying with decides that he is going to bed and me and the other boy are like, okay, well, we're going to keep hanging out. So he goes to bed hours later, me and the other boy are finally like, okay, girls, we, we have to go. And the girls are like, no, we're staying up all night, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, no, we are, we are tired, dead tired. And everyone is way too crazy. We're going to bed. So me and my friend go into our room and we get there and see that the other boy is already completely dead asleep, dead asleep on the air mattress, dead asleep. And I can't remember. See, this is another thing. And it's like, the details are fuzzy, but the the essence is still the same. It was either freezing, freezing, freezing cold in this room or way too hot, scalding hot. One of the two, I can't remember. So immediately me and the other boy are like, oh my God, this room is so hot or so cold. We are not going to be able to sleep until we get this fixed. And so we're looking around literally everywhere for the remote to the like thermostat in our room can't find it can't find it can't find it anywhere we are like trying to ask our roommate that's already asleep he is like dead he literally viral plague dead gone no movement no reaction we can't wake him up he is gone and so we're just looking around this room frantically for the remote to the thermostat all the while, the girls who are still awake and are being crazy are literally, like, sliding <laughs> sliding food under our door, like cookies, grapes. They are just throwing food under our door into our room. And we don't even, like, we don't, we're seeing it and, like, laughing hysterically, like, losing our minds. But it's all, like, piling up because we're not even touching it. We're just looking for the stupid remote. Of course, we don't find it. It's not solved. Me and my friend go to bed miserable and then in the morning discover that the remote to the thermostat was 
underneath the air mattress. And yeah, so it was terrible. But that is my little story. If you're interested, if you're interested, this sounds like I'm going to sell you, which I kind of am. Um, I have like a 30 minute, maybe not 30. It's like 20 minutes. I have like a vlog that I made of our trip to Puerto Rico. It's on my YouTube channel. Go look for it. It's super fun and just a little bit crazy, a little bit fun, a little bit explorative, explorative, explorative. I don't know. Expletive. Um, no, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It was one of my early videos, so it's not like perfect, but like, I think it's fun. So definitely go watch that if you want to like get a taste of what our trip was like. And also if you want to see me like right out of high school, very young, very, I look totally different. Actually, maybe don't watch it. Actually, actually I take everything I said back. Don't watch it. Um, that's embarrassing. Anyway, I wanted to share a couple more replies, some of the shorter ones. So I'm just going to like pew, 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 like just throw these out here. Uh, here's one that's really fun about LA. So I just came back from there. LOL. My friend said, I met a famous TikToker that I had a huge crush on in a club in LA, brought a Tupperware of homemade cookies in my purse to give to him because it was planned meeting. We had been DMing. We didn't do it by chance. I gave him the cookies, hung out with him for two hours and taught him how to swing dance in the middle of an LA nightclub. First of all, the Tupperware filled with homemade cookies is your love language because you have specifically given me something similar to that on many occasions. <laughs> and to that, I say you are the most incredible person. And also, I love this story because this TikToker, if I were to like name drop, almost everyone listening has seen a video from this TikToker. He is, I actually see him more often now than even when this happened. It's insane. And every time I see him, I'm like, oh my God, my friend met him. <laughs> my friend gave him cookies and taught him how to swing dance in an, at an LA nightclub. So anyway, love that story. Moving right along. This one just says, my fam went to NC, which is I think North Carolina. My fam went to North Carolina and all the old people saw my Ohio license plate and loudly scoffed. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's like a North Carolina feud, but specifically the rest of America has an, uh, has a feud with Ohio. And honestly, I don't understand why. Like, I'm from Ohio, so I'm a little biased, but like, Ohio's not that bad. There's some parts of it that are just like, like literally rural America. So it's like, how could you even hate it? It's just like cows, like just farm and hill country. But then there's like some cities and there's like fun stuff to do. There's good food. The, you know, the architecture is kind of fun. It's like old America kind of style, you know, lots of bricks, lots of wood, lots of like, you know, classic looking homes. I don't know. It's a very charming state. I don't think there's like, like everyone's always like, it's the unscented candle of America. And I'm like, girl, for what? When states like, like Arkansas literally exist. Like, like you have to, like Kansas exists. What, what, why aren't those the unscented candle of America? Ohio? I mean, I get it, but like, there's like literally stuff to do in Ohio. Ohio's fine. 
And Ohio has like some of the most beautiful changes of seasons. Like, come on, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, you guys. Give it a chance. <laughs> um, okay, and then this one just says, my Gma and I took a donkey ride to Santorini and she busted her leg by the donkey. What I love about this one, what I love about this one is very similar to um what happened with the dating stories. I have just no context. <laughs> so I I'm like I'm I'm wanting to know is this did your grandma like hurt herself near the donkey by the donkey or do you mean hurt her leg by the donkey as in via the donkey as in the donkey hurt her I, like I just I'm desperate for more details I'm desperate for more details um okay I'm gonna give a couple more of my travel stories and this one comes via my mom my mom sent in some of her favorite stories which both involved me when we were very little when we were very little yeah when me and my mom were really young no <laughs> when I was really young um my parents and I we all took a road trip in a Volkswagen camper and we went along like the entire West coast and to all the States, like over there to like grand Canyon, the beach, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't really remember that much. I was like only three. So I was still very young. Um, but we have lots of pictures. And so I like, have memories of the pictures and it's like one of those things that I'm like is this a memory or do I just do I just know that this picture of me exists and so it feels like a memory anyway um but yeah that was really fun I think <laughs> I mean my memories of it are good and my mom in her little thing that she sent in on my story said that apparently we like because we were living in a Volkswagen camper and just driving and so we would just park it in Walmart parking lots and like sleep there like stay there overnight and I'm wondering if that's like still allowed today because I feel like it's not I feel like if you parked a camper at a Walmart parking lot now like someone would chase you out which is really this speaks volumes <laughs> this speaks volumes for the stark decline of American culture because to me to me there's nothing more American than a large fry and camping outside a Walmart parking lot um, oh god I don't know why that just happened I'm so sorry anyway you get the picture you get the point I feel like like where are we as a society that we can't let people just park in a Walmart parking lot overnight like come on Anyway, um, the other thing that my mom said was she brought up when I was in high school, my dad, I've talked about this before, uh, my dad runs a production company. And so when I was in high school, he had a, <laughs> sorry, if you heard my voice just drop, I accidentally just made this chair fall out from under me. Um, anyway, um, so my dad had a client that was out of Palm Beach uh yeah it was he there the client was out of palm beach and he used to go to palm beach to you know make videos for them like at least once a month okay and 
as part of the, you know, contract, as part of my dad's pay, obviously they had to get him like a hotel, obviously. And so my dad was always able to swing it that he could get a hotel room with two beds. Okay, so what ended up happening was at the time, since my dad went on so many flights, he had the Southwest Companion Pass, which meant for every ticket he bought, he was able to get another one for free. And he already had a hotel room with two beds via the company. So for the price of buying only one extra ticket, me and my mom were able to come to Delray Beach for almost like almost every time that he went so like almost once a month and it was this lasted for like two years of my life in high school probably like I don't know if it was like 15 to 16 or 16 to 17 but it was like somewhere in that window of time I was going to like (laughs) Delray Beach like once a month (laughs) it was it was absolutely crazy it was so crazy and so me and my mom just used to have so much fun we would go there so often that we would start to like know some of the events that were going to be happening like all over town and like throughout the year and like the way things changed we saw lights at christmas time and like went to see this big you know christmas tree downtown but delray beach was really fun because there was just this one like main road that led up to the ocean and for like three or four blocks maybe even five or six I don't know I I mean it felt like a while for a good stretch of this road it was just like lined with shops and restaurants and so it was like our hotel was on this road and then you would have to walk for like 15 to 20 minutes and you reached the beach and so it was like interesting because closer to the hotel it was like fancy restaurants nightclubs expensive stores and then the closer to the beach you got it was more like beachy stuff beach you know shopping beach restaurants and so it was like fun to walk that street because of the way it changed and all the different things they had to offer you and like me and my mom used to start to know all of our restaurants that we were looking forward to every trip all of our shops that we liked we knew where to get the best like smoothies in town and all kinds of stuff like that those those days were really fun it was a lot of fun just pretending to be a little beach resident one week out of the out of every month for two years I mean hi yeah it's amazing so that was definitely a lot of fun last thing I wanted to talk about was the time that I went on a cruise and I'm not going to talk about this a lot um because I feel like I've already talked about this on the podcast but also I feel like when would I have done that anyway so I went on a cruise one time and I don't think I realized how when you go on a cruise, you have the opportunity to like (laughs) make a lot of friends really easily. And it's like kind of this weird experience because you go on a cruise and like, you know, you're in the same however many square feet with like, what, like 7,000 people. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea how many people are on a cruise, but like you're in the same space for a week with a handful of people you start to see all the same people over and over and like you guys like run into each other and everyone like runs into each other because it's like the same people in all the same areas and then to take it one step further this cruise line they had like a whole teen like 
thing. They had all these like activities that were just for teens and they had this whole like hangout room that was just for teens and whatever. And I <laughs> remember so clearly going to like the teen room for the first time and being so nervous to try and like make any friends. And they had like a welcome to the ship start of the cruise, like dance party at the teen room. And it was like so lame at first, but then like I kept going back to the teen events and then slowly but surely I started to make friends. And probably by the second day, I had like a group of friends that we hung out the entire cruise and we did stuff together all the time. And it was literally so much fun. I have like a bestie that I went on the cruise with. Her name is Carly. And I still talk to her all the time. And actually months after the cruise, I went and visited her when she was staying with her uncle in or her aunt and uncle in Dallas. So I went to visit her there. And then another time when I was visiting, I was like on a trip in Arizona where she's from. I was staying at a resort and I was actually able to like have her come and spend the day with me at the resort. And so it was so much fun because it was like we met on a cruise and we stayed in touch and we were able to hang out a couple of times outside of that. So much fun. I still talk to her today. I follow her on Instagram and I love seeing all her stuff. And then I also like... (laughs) I had like a cruise crush and it was so funny because she was this girl named Sophie and she had a gap in her teeth in her front teeth like Melanie Martinez and she had freckles all over her face and I was like so I was so obsessed with her freckles and with her her gap teeth and at the time I had a really bad overbite but this is pre (laughs) pre um Invisalign and so we like we like bonded over <laughs> having having weird like teeth <laughs> things and so i remember so clearly like towards the end of the cruise being like let's make a pact that we'll never fix our teeth and we'll always like lean into our differences and our uniqueness in society and we'll you'll never close your gap and i'll never fix my overbite well now in 2023 (laughs) we have both fixed our teeth and you know what she's still pretty and I look better so it ended up working out moral of the story is if you don't look like everybody else you better fix that quick okay no just kidding but anyway she's another person that I still like loosely stay in touch with more of like a I see her story every once in a while and I'm like oh that's cool but like um I actually just reached out to her today because I was like Hey, how are you? Oh my god, I was thinking about you preparing for my podcast. And I left her on red. So I should get off of here and talk to people in real time. But um, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me, for spending some time, just you and me hanging out, chit-chatting, love. And uh, thanks to everyone who submitted their stories. If I did not talk about your story, I'm sorry and I still love you and I still read it and it made me laugh please keep submitting your stories keep listening to the podcast be looking on my Instagram at Ethan Rink for the next prompt and until then I'll see y'all around okay later